0: This is She Seeks Pearls, a podcast to lead you into bettering your days through seeking pearls of living that we uncover together. I'm your host, Dorothy, and in this podcast, we discuss vital pieces of wisdom learned that even in the chaos of life, help us to enjoy our days more. Let's go! everyone and welcome back. I've spent a lot of time working on my home lately just to try to make it look and feel more calming since I spend a lot of time in my home and I really just want to enjoy it. I still work part-time as a nurse, but I spend a lot of time in my home with Jack and our daughter and soon our son too. So I'm just popping on today to share with you a few ways that I create the ideal feeling of home that I want. So first, I thought about what kind of feeling I wanted my home to have. I'm pretty introverted, and I love being home with just Jack and our daughter, so we don't have that large of a home, and we don't often host parties or family get-togethers for that reason, so our home is pretty much focused on just the three of us. If we ever get to buy land and build a house, um, we'd design it so that we'd have enough space to have company over and to be able to comfortably host an inside party with enough space for like the whole family. But right now, our little rancher fits just our little family. So with that in mind, I really just wanted to design our home in a way that was soothing for all of us and included style that both Jack and I like. So Jack is really into hunting and... It we've incorporated his mounts and things like that into our space without them making look out of place. I like black and white and more simple looking styles, kind of like the modern, uh, modern look, So I don't like a lot of knickknacks. That just looks really messy to me. (laughs) So I bought matching woven blinds to put all throughout the house that blend nicely with the natural look of my husband's deer mounts and his bear rug and other things like that so that the styles just blend a little bit more and it's more appealing to the eye. And therefore, it's soothing to me. (laughs) So Jack has this little, like, shiny football trophy Thing for winning this fantasy football league that he was in so we are the hosts of this lovely trophy for a year um, until whoever the winner of the fantasy league is next time so I placed the trophy at a spot that it didn't look too out of place and sat it on like a nice knitted doily looking thing so that it kind of looks more like it's meant to be there instead of like oh I just sat it there for convenience you know So just take a look around your home and see if there's anything that sticks out to you as an eyesore for the general style or design and think up ways to make those eyesores blend a little bit more into your desired look of the home. That is, if that item, you know, needs to stick around. Perhaps that family heirloom item does not need to be like front and center if it bothers you. Maybe you can just set it into your glass hutch instead of, you know, like I said, something that's front and center on the entertainment center if it bothers you there. Just think of ways to place items in your home in a way that you can enjoy it. And for my daughter, when I was looking at uh, play kitchen sets for her, I chose the play kitchen set from Ikea because it just has a beautiful aesthetic and it still does the trick. I don't have hardly any closets in my home, so there would be no realistic way of, you know, putting away her kitchen when she's done playing with it or, or I guess that would be too large of an item to move in and out of a closet, anyways. But basically, the only choice we have is for her toys to be in a big, wide open, visible space. So, because of that, I wanted to choose a color of the kitchen set that would not be an eyesore with the other things that we have in the living room. I mean, if we had like an entire playroom designated to just her toys, then everything is gonna be like plastic, pink, and purple, and hot pink neon colors and all that kind of crazy stuff sure whatever that's like a toy room but for her toys being in the living room and for me having like a specific style that i like then i wanted to make sure that her toys or at least toys that couldn't be put away into um like a little box or something at least to make sure that those toys do look nice with the with the style that i have in the living room So again, my goal was to make the space in my home soothing and enjoyable for me and my husband to look at. Now, Jack wouldn't care if the kitchen set was hot pink and neon green, but I would care if I had to look at that every day, you know, in comparison to the way that I styled the rest of that room. So I went with a color scheme that was soothing to the eye for me. So, okay. Okay. After you've kind of done an overview of your current situation, like of your house and the style of each room, do a decluttering. That's always the top priority in my opinion, just get rid of the junk. Clutter is never a soothing thing. So just address so just address it, make a decision on that stuff and move on. Then imagine each area of your home and what you enjoy about each area or what makes you feel stressed or uneasy or what makes you kind of relax. Identify if it's a pattern of junk or if it's a style issue that you'd like to address or what it is that's making you not enjoy that space as much. Go through each room in your house and just see what you think. Now for my basement, it's my laundry room and my back stock and out of season storage area. So it's kind of crazy down there. I don't really care. I want to be able to find what I need to have it kind of generally neat and put away, but it doesn't need to be aesthetically pleasing. At least for me, um, I know I've definitely seen um, storage areas on Pinterest where like everything is on like these, you know, perfectly matching. Um, you know wire shelving with like all of the same storage bins that were perfectly aligned and the exact same storage bin color and everything like that i mean that's also soothing for me to look at but it doesn't bother me that my basement is not that level of aesthetically pleasing so you just have to know kind of like for you personally what are some things about your home that you really enjoy or don't enjoy and kind of go off of that like our plastic bins have been collected over time and none of them are matching, but I don't really care because again, that's not an area of my home that I care about its style. It's a storage area and a place for me to do laundry. I mean, I just walk through my basement to go up the steps and into my house from the garage, but that's just about it. I mean, I don't hang out in the basement, so I don't feel the need to make it pretty. But in my kitchen and in my living room and in my bathroom too, I feel very differently about that. So just know how you and your spouse feel about each area of your home and then adjust the style accordingly. Now, you might have a spouse that isn't very particular about much in the house still ask them anyway. I remember when we moved into the house that we're in now, and I would ask Jack about the colors and the, you know, specifications of the style, and he's just not picky, and basically, I feel like basically nothing stresses him out. Um, The only thing he said is just no green walls. He just didn't want any green paint anywhere. Um, Other than that, he just didn't care if anything is put away in In neat matching bins or not. He just has absolutely zero care about it. Me, on the other hand, I'd look at that pile of stuff every single day and it would bother me every single day until I did something about it and put it into a style that I'd like, you know, and put it into, you know, matching rattan, however you say that, bins or something like that to store it in a way that looks, you know, pleasing to the eye. So just know what you'd like so that you can enjoy each space in your home and know what your spouse would like so that he can also enjoy that space. Next, think of ways that you can add some luxury to your home. You know, um, something you would maybe leave the house to feel a little bit of luxury for. For example, Starbucks to me is a little bit of luxury. To get a little Starbucks drink when you're out running errands or sitting in a Starbucks to catch up with a friend, it just feels special because I just don't buy Starbucks every single day or even every month. So I've saved a few plastic Starbucks cups and lids and I will sometimes use them when I make my own iced coffee. And it's some sort of psychological thing but then it feels like I have a little bit of luxury in my home because again Starbucks is a more of a rare treat for me so I'll just reuse that plastic cup and make my own iced coffee for much less at home and it's and it feels like a treat so that's a little bit of luxury for me. Uh, also, I got this beautiful wooden cake stand with this um, plastic dome on it. And I got it from Amazon. Um, and I can use that to display any leftover desserts that I made or if I bought muffins or something like that. And I can put that in that pretty, you know, little wooden cake stand with a little dome on top. And it just, it looks cute to me. And to me, it looks like it adds a little bit of luxury. You know, something that's special that we don't always have. Um, I don't always have baked goods on hand or muffins made or I don't always have homemade bread Um, but when I do I put it in that pretty little cake stand and set it out on the kitchen table and it just looks pleasing to me instead of you know just putting away the muffins or the homemade bread or whatever into a different container and setting it in like the pantry closet it just looks nice in that pretty little cake stand. So I try to incorporate a little bit of luxury into my home because I really want to enjoy my home and not be stressed out by it. I will say on that note that sometimes in order for us to finally be able to enjoy our home's We just have to buckle down every day and just get some stuff done, be diligent in keeping up with the dishes and other housework that just kind of routinely keeps piling up. And then that will really give you a boost in being able to enjoy your home instead of day after day just being stressed out by looking at all the things that you have to do. We all have things that we have to do in our homes, but try to minimize it by keeping up with the routine work like dishes and laundry so that the dishes or laundry isn't one of your barriers to being able to enjoy your home and have that ideal feeling of home that you want, like a feeling of relaxation or a feeling of connection or whatever. I mean, I make a habit of making my bed every single morning, um, before I get started with my day and then anytime that I walk into my bedroom throughout the day it's like oh this is nice my bed is made you know like everything is kind of like put away and it, it just looks nice and it only took me five minutes to do but then it's one less thing that I feel a little bit like not totally stressed out by because an unmade bed doesn't really stress me out per se but it, it's it's another thing that I would look at and think oh I gotta do that too so First part of your day, make your bed, you know, Finish the dishes if you hadn't from the night before, so that you can just clean up everything that normally needs to be cleaned every single day and then not have it weighing over your head all day long. Like, oh, I gotta fold the laundry. Just do it first thing in the morning, and then the majority of your day, hey, that laundry is done and folded and put away, and you can enjoy that space more and have more of that soothing, relaxing, whatever ideal feeling of home that you want. You know, space for you to enjoy time with your kids and not be distracted by that pile of laundry, you know? do it first thing in the morning, then you won't have that as a barrier for you to be able to enjoy your home if you just knock it out first thing in the morning. So be diligent in your housework. That's another key tip I've found in being able to just have that feeling of home that you want where you're actually enjoying your space instead of constantly being stressed out by it. It's definitely hard some days. I mean, especially with being pregnant and having a little one, there's always excuses. But um, on days where I am diligent and I am really good about just getting getting my housework done first thing in the morning or you know at night before I go to bed I can just enjoy my home a lot more so keep that in mind as well so that's all that I've got for today Thank you so much for listening. If you've been enjoying this content, please leave a rating and a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. It would mean so much to me. And if you have any questions or want to hear about anything in particular from me, let me know by reaching out to me on my blog at sheseekspearls.com or my Instagram, which is also sheseekspearls, or sending me an email to hello at sheseekspearls.com. I based this podcast episode off a blog post that I wrote a year ago, so to conclude this episode, I'll just end it with reading what I wrote in my blog post on this topic. So here it is. Basically... You can create your ideal feeling of home through visual aspects like the style and setup of your home by first removing the unnecessary, deciding room by room what kind of feeling you're after, and lastly, fulfilling your home with that feeling that you would leave your house to get. A key mindset to this whole process is being grateful for what you do have, while at the same time optimizing your space to meet your desires. But if you are working out of a spirit of ungratefulness, you won't go far with your goals. Be thankful for what you have while you implement changes in your home to enjoy your space even more. So go ahead and start with these ways to create your ideal feeling of home right now.